T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back, Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gillio, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. Lots to react to today. The likelihood of Sirianni coming back, and we do have, uh, I guess, another tell that Sirianni is coming back here. Are you okay with the idea of Sirianni and two new coordinators? I'm not. Hugh is. Kyle's not either. Uh, a lot of our callers haven't been either. Um, Jimmy Kemsky put this out a few minutes ago. I'm imagining he got some uh, you know, news or kind of an invitation there from the Eagles. Uh, it sounds like an end-of-season press conference coming up Wednesday with Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni. Another sign of evidence here, Hugh, that Sirianni is indeed the coach. Got to tell you. Sorry, Got to tell y'all. Now, to be fair, they did make Doug do this song and dance four years ago, three years ago. <laughs> then they fired him anyway. So um, nothing is locked in, but... If you're doing the press conference, you're still the coach. So Sirianni press conference coming up on Wednesday. All right, before we go back to the lines here, it's coach season, it's coordinator season, it's change season across the NFL except for the four teams still playing. And did you see this report that came out this weekend? What you got? A former Eagle looking to get back to the NFL. According to CBS Sports, Chip Kelly has been mentioned in a lot of coaching circles as a potential NFL offensive coordinator that he would leave you uh, UCLA, come back to the pros and coordinate in offense. He don't want to go back to he don't want to go to the big team. I guess not. It's like cold weather maybe. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. That's an interesting name. Uh, I think it is interesting. I mean look he Do you take a chance with Chip Kelly knowing what you know about this uh here? This offense? Yes. No. Yeah. Th- those bridges have, I think have been burned completely and totally. But, look, I, I'd have one eye on Chip if he came back, just interested if he could reboot himself. He, I mean, he did he did get himself back up to be a solid college coach again. Mm-hmm. Not the success yeah. he had at Oregon. But, yeah, you know, Oregon were, was bald. Oh, they were incredible before he got figured out. Um, the, Chip, the Chip experience was a, was a bizarre one. Great start, and then it fizzled out so quick. And it just – I always felt with him his personality was the bigger issue than his – He was a little different. He was, he different. was a little different. He was a little different. Not, I never thought he was a bad guy. He just was Like different. some people are not – they're not people, people person. Yes, you know, and people he just persons, wasn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, people, people. I was about to say people, people, but no, that I think people sound right. person is the way to people say people persons. Yeah, people, individuals, people person. Yeah, yeah, they just they wasn't right. <laughs> it was not right here in Philadelphia. <laughs> it wasn't right. He was just different. He was different. I wonder what team would do it. I mean, he always had a relationship with uh, Bill Belichick. He used to go and hang out with him in, in New England and, and swap coaching ideas and stories. I wonder if, wonder if Bill would bring him with him. To his next stop. That would be interesting. Yeah, so we'll see if Chip lands back in the NFL. I would put the percentage of Chip Kelly uh, as the Eagles' offensive coordinator at what? 0.0%, Kyle? Maybe less than that? I would, yeah, probably zero, 0.1. 0.1. <laughs> Could you imagine that? I would love it. No, I'm just getting over so Chip Kelly. So what's the recent comp? Vance Joseph, right? Vance Joseph was the head coach of the Broncos. And got fired. Anywhere, yeah. no, Is but Vance even in the league? No, yeah, he went back and he was he was Sean Payne's defensive coordinator. He went back to the place that fired him to be oh, a coordinator. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the only one I could think of. Like a guy was a head coach somewhere got fired, and then returned to the same place as a coordinator. Yeah, that, that's wild. Though. It is wild. I was going to say, because Pete Carroll went NFL back to college 
NFL, right? Yeah, but not the same franchise. Right. Okay. That, that'd just be weird. Imagine walking in, but you have they a different office. He went from the AFC to the NFC. Pete. Well, when he when he decided to coach, he went to AFC. He was AFC, then he went to USC. Right, and then NFC. Right, it was Jets, yes. Patriots, college, and then yeah, back yeah. to the back to the pros. All right, David in Westchester's up. What's up, David? Hey guys, how you doing today? David, awesome, and you? I, I'm trying to get through this because it feels like Sirianni's come back. So, not great. Uh, I, I'm I'm absolutely convinced he's coming back, and it's a sad day for Eagles fans. But um, it's there's nothing we can do about it, you know, because we don't have the lot down at, or the yacht down in St. Martin. So it's not going to be our call. Yakata. Uh, yeah, it's not our it's, call. It's not, a, it's not a yacht, it's a yakata. It's not our call, but that doesn't mean we can't yell about it. Kick and scream, oh, crying, all that. Right, exactly. And I mean, I think kicking, screaming, and crying is the collapse. You know? I mean, I would have left Sirianni in New York had I knew her home. <laughs> Well, he, he wouldn't have got on my bus. Uh, I, I don't uh, think you're the only one, David. I mean, that, that was the joke, yeah? Yeah. So, um, let, let's go about the quarterback real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a product of the system that they had instilled this year, um, which would be coaching, which would be Sirianni. You know, I, I think he was just completely unhappy with what was being called. Players were unhappy. And, uh, you know, if Sirianni go, go Brian D. Johnson, he definitely needs to go. Uh, and uh, I, I don't think it had anything to do with windfall money because I recently got a $250 um, overtime in my check. Were you the same had, or are you brand new? Did you change? Uh, no, no. Well, I didn't change, but I had um, relatives. Um, one, my cousin Hugh, was asking for $20 for a new winter jacket. And I was like, dude, come on, man. <laughs> I like how I got tied into this story somewhere. Well, uh-huh. he, I mean, he's trying to make the example. Was, you get you get extra was, money, you get people asking for getting something. Getting brand new? Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that $250, though, yeah. I mean, that would have me acting brand new, though, for real. Just 250 <laughs> Yeah. Not 250 I mean, million. it's like Christmas. Like, when you get a little bit of newfound money, it's like Christmas. You get brand new a little so bit. So I, I won our fantasy league here, David, the WIP league with my colleagues. So am I brand new now? Have I been brand new? Because I've been starting to get some of the cash for the winning here. You, you, guys, you like the um, humble brag, though. I, yeah. You I, do I, I like did, the humble brag. But it's not about brag. money. It's just about the win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Joe, I, I did notice a change in your in your tone. Mm. You're, you're a little more cocky. You're a little more uh, assertive, which, you know. Before you were like a scared little puppy. Well, I mean, David, I was in a I league with three former NFL players, and I beat them all. I mean, I, I got to have a little bit of pep in my step. That, that right there. That, that right there. That's <laughs> what did it. <laughs> I, I was in a league with one former NFL player, and he finished last. I don't know. Yeah, this uh, seems to be a common denominator feel, with this guy. Feels like feels like I'm being attacked on the slide. <laughs> you, dude, you know I love you, man. All respect in the world, buddy. Oh, no, nah, no problem. Named after you. <laughs> I'm, uh, no problem, man. I'm, I'm not that sensitive. David, what do you think hey, of Ron but, Rivera? I love Ron there. I think he uh, he's the hard-nosed coach that we definitely need to bring some, I guess, spunk back to this defense, you know, to make them legit, make them actually play like football players instead of like flag football players. And um, as soon as I saw it broke, I, I, mean, I wasn't even going to call in today. I called in like, yo, Kyle, Ron Rivera, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm very excited about Ron Rivera. And then you got the head coach of waiting for Whitnick Sirianni gets fired after the first five games. That, that's um, the, of all the Ron Rivera thoughts, that was the one when Hugh said it, it hit me. And David, man, we appreciate the phone call that if, if this thing goes sideways next year for Sirianni, he's the built-in, experienced interim coach. Yeah, and you have to know that. Like, like Coach Sirianni has to know that he's on the hot seat. So whatever moves that, that he makes, he has to know that it's a chance that this might be my last go-round, so i got to make it right. you got to try to do everything in your power to try to make it right. See, this is why I, I have this sense of frustration. Because if we're hiring a coordinator to be the possible interim, aren't we dead anyway? Like, I don't think so. But it's, it, I don't think so. I think you're, you're hedging your bets. Hedging? You're yeah. hedging your bets. Well, we can bit. start fresh. Well, you're, you want to believe. Like I think this is the philosophy behind it. You want to believe that the overall template, for this team is solid. The foundation, if you will, is solid. You just have to tweak a little bit of the blueprint. Mm. You got to tweak it a little bit. And I think that's what they're talking about because every quarterback, when you look at it historically, most young quarterbacks go through this. When you when I think about the young quarterbacks that are playing now that have, have gotten over this, Patrick Mahomes went through this to a certain extent, uh, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, uh, even, the, even the quarterback out there in, in, in L.A., the Chargers quarterback. Kind of went through Herbert, this to a certain extent. Yeah. They, they, so you have to figure out. That's why I say you have to be patient because you have to figure out 
Is it like the fact that he got all this money or is it like systematically something's wrong with the system or whatever? So you have to try to figure that out. You have to try to figure that out. And I think that's where the Eagles are in their decision or non-decision about Coach Sirianni. They still feel like he's a sound coach, but they need to figure out where the disconnect came in at and if, if it's if it's fisc- fixable in, in a year's time. Yeah, well, they're, it feels to me like they're hedging. Hedging is a good word. I mean, they're taking the ca- – I think it's kind of cowardly. Just let's move on and get a new head coach. But that's – it feels like they don't want to let go of the belief they had three years ago that this guy could be a really good coach. They're, they're, exactly. They're, they're going to let exactly it play out. It so uh, more beat reporters, including Mike Garofolo, NFL Network, are, are chiming in on this. I mean, this all but confirms Sirianni is their head coach. He, you know, it'd be very – it'd be bizarre if, he, if they ran him out there after a week and a half – to do the press conference this coming Wednesday, and then he wasn't the head coach. So we, are we into accepting mode now? Are we still going to hit uh, beat our chest? Uh, resigned? I mean, Hugh, oh. you've been resigned since Friday. Been re- yeah, I mean, that just makes it sound bad. Like, I, I gave up you before did, everybody You did. Else. You waved the white flag first. <laughs> I just saw it coming, Joe. That's all I'm saying. I saw it coming. I saw it coming. So the press conference will be this Wednesday uh, during the midday. So uh, if we if it's during our show, obviously we'll, we'll have that for you. Howie is here. I wonder if Lurie's going to speak. Does he speak typically end of season, or is that only when they fire and hire a coach? Yeah, I think that's when a change comes, right? I I think so. Well, I can ask Elliot. Yeah, but uh, well, the next so he does talk when owners meetings. There's always there's always a time in the off season. Jeff does talk. I'm just wondering if he's going to be part of this. I feel like he should. I want. I'd like. Reporters to be able to ask Jeff Lurie what went into his decision to yeah, keep I know what Nick Sirianni. Why, why are you keeping this clown? That's what you want to want to ask. Because I mean, the press conference on Wednesday. What is it going to be? It's going to be at Sirianni and how he fixes this thing. It's going to be how he, how he fixes the roster. But we're not really going to get any answers about why Nick's still here. That's Jeff's decision. Because they believe in him. I, I, I can I can add a little for you because we believe in Nick. We we feel like there are certain things that happened during this course of the year that were out of his control, and, and we just feel like moving forward in order to to fix this as quickly as possible that Nick Sirianni is the coach to do that. So you know what my follow-up would be if that was the answer? That? I would say, what does Nick do well? You said are there's you, things... Or, let me rephrase it. You said there's things that happen that were out of his control. Mm-hmm. What is in Nick Sirianni's control? I would say we still believe that the 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 core the core unit of this team, they still believe in Coach Sirianni. And, and that's what we kind of went with because, as you know, Joe... This game is a tough game to play, and it's hard to find great leaders of men. And we feel strongly that Coach Sirianni is one of those great leaders of men. And what would your return be? Because I could already see it in your face. I would just ask if, if, if they watched the last six or seven games. <laughs> I, I saw the games, <laughs> and I didn't see a leader of men. I, mean, that's, Listen, that's, I, I don't hold hard. I'm just, I'm just trying to give you answers, man. That's you, what I'm here trying to do. You're doing a good job. I'm trying. I'm just I'm trying, trying to be the reporter that gets to the bottom of I mean, of because I'm here. I'll be, be totally honest with you. I'm like, damn. How do I get a job like that? I do some stupid stuff like that and I survive. <laughs> like, to be honest, like, how do I survive? Like, you know what I mean? You look at it and be like, damn, I messed up a whole half of a season and I still get to keep my job. Where they, where they get them jobs at? Here's what I need. <laughs> I need Howard and Elliot to ask the hard questions coming up on, on Wednesday. Can, can I get that? I need hard questions. I mean, this is... I, I, this is where Howard does his best work. These these press conferences, when times are up in the air for franchises, that that's when Howard does I mean, his no, best. No work. disrespect to the king, but I don't think Howard gonna be in the press conference asking those hard. Well, I, I expect it. Oh, I, I, well, I'm 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 putting now, this we, we, like we, we know ex- we put games on Sirianna and Hurts. I'm putting this press conference nah, Wednesday on Howard. Now, nah, nah, Howard, I know you probably listened to about to kill me in the comments in a minute, but I don't know if it feels like more. If this was a Phillies press conference, he might go a little ham on the Phillies. He he's mean. gone so ham on the Phillies before they took his mic away. <laughs> I think oh, the Sixers have two. I, I don't think he's gonna go ham on the Eagles like I ex- five Sixers. I expect I expect <laughs> I Howard at his best. I don't know. I love the key, man. I don't you know what I mean. Are I these Kyle, are these unfair expectations? <laughs> I expect a big press conference from Howard on Wednesday. Uh, uh, no, I mean Howard usually rises to these yeah. moments. This is you him. think so? Yeah. What's the what that he's gonna ask the tough question? What's one of the tough questions you think that he might Why ask? does Nick Sirianni deserve to be the head coach yeah. next year? I, I think Howard has the stones to ask that. I give you that one. Yeah. I give you, and that. then they could respond however they want to respond. But he's got to ask. Yeah, the he question. got. It. I give you that. What I give you that one. I expected. That's probably be about the, the, He he's not gonna do the Joe thing though. He's not following up with some more hard. Uh, you should have seen him with the Phillies <laughs> no triumphant a few years ago when they had McPhail <laughs> no. and, and uh, Clintac. 
He had uh, those guys in a blender. I mean, it was no. It was, was I remember when Charlie Man wanted to beat him up. I've been grown up. I remember that. I was here for that. <laughs> oh, that was an all-time one. To put hands on him after that. Yeah, one. that was that was an amazing, amazing thing. All right, let's go to Roger and Ben Salem. What's up, Roger? Hey guys, what's going on? Roger, going on, what are you man? thinking today? Uh, so you, you obviously all know where I stand on Nick Sirianni, but this whole Ron Rivera narrative kind of—I don't know—it adds, it adds an entertaining aspect to the whole coaching situation. Because, um, obviously, obviously, when when you bring and I hope they go get him, but if you if you if we get Ron Rivera, like you know, give him some money, give him some players, they're also putting a loaded gun in his hands and pointing it at Nick Sirianni and saying, "You better write this ship, or it's your butt." Yeah, they're putting. It's almost like basically, setting up a season where he's on the hot seat already before the season starts. Basically, that's yeah. what it is. That's basically what it is. We all we see this for what it is. That's the truth. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously I'm sad that Nick Sirianni is coming back, and you know, I'll wave the white flag or whatever and wallow in my sorrows. But I think there's at least potential to, if anything, to kind of you know, get Nick fired up. Cause I mean, I know Hugh, you just said that like, um, that, uh, Nick Sirianni is a leader of great men. I think he's more of a hype man for great men. A hype man. Yeah. Like when times yeah. are good, he cheers for them. But when times are bad, yeah. he doesn't bring anything to I the mean, table. You mean, but, but okay. What's the difference? Like when you talk about hype man, cause I'm, I'm watching as we have the television, I see coach Harbaugh jumping around with his Raven team. What's the difference? Guys believe in – like, guys are motivated to the point where they're willing to do whatever for you. What's the difference? Well, well the difference is that, um, you know, obviously like what Joe said, he's like hyping up and cheering and, you know, slapping players on the shoulder pads. But I I don't see any aspect where he's actually, like, buckled down and been tough on these guys when he needed to be. So that's why I think he's more of a hype man. Well, when, when you – like I said – they're, he's a hype man and a cheerleader, but they're still willing to run through a brick wall for him. That's what they were for Coach Sirianni before this thing fell off the the, the rails. Correct? Do 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 you at least agree with that part of it? I think I think the players are saying that to try and save face for Nick Sirianni. Honestly, like okay. the, I mean, that's, that's, kind, that's kind of like the PC kind of thing coming out. You know, the PC thing to back a guy that that basically cost you a Super Bowl. I don't know, dog. Well, I mean, I hear you. Well, I don't I, know, I, especially well, when you talk about I got well. Brandon don't count because Brandon's always always positive. But when you talk about a guy like Fletcher Cox and guys like that, who you know they they looked at this as going out on top, and you still want to you know you want to back a guy who you feel is is a, a cheer cheerleader like the words you're trying to use. I, I don't know. I, I just don't see that being the case. They could be biased though. I mean, he he really is, it, it, he's probably, light on them. I mean, they don't have to practice. I mean, they're 35 year olds that get to watch practice half the week. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I I'd yeah. be positive about him too if yeah, I was those guys. Uh, and, and it, it's kind of like, uh, you know, like, uh, obviously, like, I brought up the whole PC thing, but it's kind of, it's hard to, like, hold somebody up on a pedestal and not believe in him and not buy into him at the same time. Yeah, and like, I also think, Roger, all, people when microphones are in front of their face and everyone's watching, they're probably less apt to be very critical, right? Maybe they might feel it, but I, that's, I just think that's a hard thing to do. You, you usually get a player to, to kind of back you with, with those kind of things going on. Roger, we appreciate the phone call here. So, yeah, so it's a Sirianni press conference along with Howie coming up on Wednesday. That's the latest out there. It seems like we are trending towards Sirianni back with two new coordinators. Sound like they're going to try to get some coordinators by Tuesday. Do we think Sirianni's got a good temperament to be a lame duck coach? Do we think he's going to be calm in the face of everyone talking about his job all offseason? I don't give a shit. Nah. <laughs> I don't either. Nah, he's not. Especially if it goes south. If it, gets, if it starts out a little rocky, yeah, no, nah, we'll, we'll know everything that we need to know by week three. Because he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna keep it. He ain't gonna be quiet. This is very Joe Girardi, two thousand twenty-two. I mean, that, that it's very Joe Girardi. They, they he was a lame duck. They didn't extend his contract. They talked about firing him the year before. They kept him, and then by June, Rob Thompson was the manager. So let's keep an eye on these potential coordinators because I think your instinct, Hugh, about the potential interim was uh, was a good one. Chris in West Philly, what's up, Chris? Chris, yo, what's going on, y'all? How what's are up, y'all? What's up, Chris? Yo, man, so I think as as Philadelphia fans, man, we are really, really spoiled, and I get it, you know, but I, I'm just, I just can't see how, like, we keep comparing Jalen to, Car- to Carson. And the reason why is something that we're forgetting. Something that we're forgetting. 
we we all we we are forgetting the fact that Carson watched his backup quarterback go to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. Then after it was over, he him coming off the injury, he also had to deal with us as Philadelphia fans saying, "Oh, should we start Foles or should we start him?" And I think mentally it messed him up. You see what I'm saying? I think you're right. Yeah, Chris, you're right about that. I, I think he never recovered from watching Foles he win. Re- yeah, right. He never recovered. But now, what I'm saying now, as far as when you look at the difference in the offense, the defense is trash. Okay, we know we need to rebuild that. Trash. But the offense, the offense, the difference, the main difference in the offense is the coordinator and the quarterback got a lot of money now. So I think that I think that a lot of it is arrogance on the part of the coordinator. I mean, a part of Jalen, you know, with his money, feeling himself a little bit. And it happened, he's a young boy, you know. And I think that with, with Sirianni, he's so used to winning that, you know, remember remember how he was slapping hands and cursing out the, the Chiefs uh, fans and yep, all that? Yep, And then he went from that to looking like Hancock when he was doing his interviews on the last four, his face off, because he was stressed out. And I don't think they had an answer. So I just think that we should leave, give him – all season to try to you know, to try to fix it up. Well, they, they, Chris, it's, that's where it's heading. They're going to do that. They're likely to do that. I just it, yeah. it feels weird to me to keep him, but make him change both coordinators. It's like you're taking away his coaching staff, make him rebuild a new one. What's the, what's the point of keeping him? Yeah, I know, but I just just think that we get somebody in here, they guarantee, and that you know that that person is going to come in. This super coach is going to come in and just straighten everything out. And I really don't want to go back to. I don't want to go back to seven wins, and I just don't feel like going through all that. So I just say, just give him one more chance. I, I think he deserves one more year because we're forgetting. We are forgetting. This is the coach that last year had a winning season, went to the Super Bowl, and he had. T- I can see if the season started out and we were bad from the beginning, but we did win ten games. Yeah, tell him we won ten. I think we. It is pretty remarkable, Chris. We appreciate it, man. It- it, it, it's amazing that they beat the two teams that played last night in a span of six days. Yes, both of they them. Did. Yes, they did. And it's funny because you look at you talk about the tail of two teams and how differently they look now. It's bananas. But I still feel like there's some some uh, salvaging properties with this squad. We just got to get the right people here. And oh yeah, Bella Bella just tweeted me. She said it's her, her, cat, her eagle's tattoo is on her calf. Calf. Okay. It's on her calf. You said you thought arm. I thought the arm. Yeah, so I was the calf of, arm. Yeah, it's kind of similar type Bella. of. Yeah. spots to put a tattoo there. Oh, so she's got the, but she's thinking about getting rid of it or, or you know, yeah, going over it. Covering it up. Yeah, that's bad. It. I mean, uh, Jeff Lurie and they got, he's got to hear that. I mean, they, they got to get the fan base back to feeling something special about this team again because all right now, everyone is frustrated, annoyed, confused, and quite frankly, I, I'm going to be in, uh, really disappointed if Jeff Lurie is not part of one of these press conferences. I mean, there's a real chance he doesn't speak until the owners' meetings in March. He's the one we want to hear from right now. I don't got to hear Sirianni give me nonsense answers on Wednesday. Like, what is he going to say? Like, yeah, I'm going to pick a new staff. He's going to say he didn't do well enough. I didn't do this, my job well enough. Yep. We have a standard here and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I mean, I, I'm interested in it, but I'd be more interested if I knew Jeff Flory was the one talking coming up on, on Wednesday. But it sounds like it's Howie and it's Nick coming up on Wednesday. Let's talk to Frank, who's up next on WIP. Hey, Frank. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, Frank. You What's up, pal? Listen, I think this whole thing is pretty simple to figure out if you just look at some of these facts. I mean, I want to ask you this. I don't know if you remember going into last season, either ESPN or uh, or NFL.com had Jalen ranked like 28th out of the quarterbacks, all right? So so, so, what, so you don't go from 28th to, to one or two, like, you know, just from, you know, just, just like that. So they had the easy schedule, all right? They lost too many good defensive players. Um, you got bad coordinators. Bar Sirianni, I don't think he's the main problem at all. I mean, I don't really don't know if he should stay here. I mean, you know, I, but, I mean, I think, and I've been saying this for, for a year and a half now, once teams start figuring out Jalen and he don't get that, you know, he doesn't get these easy runs, the more he did lose a little bit of a step mm-hmm. over his quickness, it looks like, yep. uh, laterally. I mean, and they're blitzing him. I mean, you're blitzing him and he's looking lost. I mean, I don't think this problem is as fixable with, like, Oh yeah, we're just going to bring it. And and how many guys would you say they need on this roster? You got a 22 man starting lineup. I'm thinking it's close to like seven. What I hear people saying it's like how many? Yeah, I think you, like on the back end you're going to need seven. Yeah, I mean I I ju- I'm trying lot. to think through it. I mean you'd probably need at least five or six on defense, and then you know there might be a spot. I mean who knows? Swift is a free agent, so let let's just say six or seven new starters without question. Yeah, yeah, and then and then and then they had a good 
um, roster all around. We had depth before. Just, I mean, now where's the depth? I mean, you don't even have starting starters. Where's your depth? So, like, I mean, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. I think last year with the schedule and with Jalen catching everybody off guard with the RPOs, and I don't know why they stopped the RPO. To, you guys figure that out. Yeah, but well, my theory is, Frank, that the league realized that Jalen couldn't run as much, so yeah, they stopped respecting it. Yeah, he was a little bit banged up, and they didn't do it. So I, I saw some highlights this weekend of Jalen in the Super Bowl last year. He looked like a totally different guy. His legs, the bounce in his step, he looked spry, quick. And this year, it looked like he was in mud. And that won't to. Well, an injury. An injury. That knee might have bothered him the whole year. 215 592 9494. Signs are pointing, and significantly now, to Sirianni's return. Your reaction to that. And speaking of returning, don't count out one Eagle that seemed to be gone just last week. That's next. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. And let me tell you about my friends over at FanDuel. If you've been watching the NFL playoffs from the sidelines, there's still time to get in the game with FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forest Casino, America's number one sportsbook. New customers bet this Sunday's conference championship games with $150 of bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a W. I'm going to ride him. was on him in the first round, second round. I'm going to take the Lions plus the points on Sunday in San Francisco. I think that's going to be a game. You want to follow my picks, go to FanDuel right now. I really like the FanDuel. Get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O to join today. FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP. Make every moment more with FanDuel. And if- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Um, yeah, it, uh, it came out that he retired and he, he didn't really say any of that. So it's just, uh, the end of that game, I think everybody kind of felt for him, uh, knowing that, uh, that he has been thinking about it a lot over the past couple of years. The documentary shows that you don't need to yeah. go around and ask anybody. So it's, uh, I don't know. It's just, um, it's been cool to see everybody appreciate who he's been over the years, uh, this past week. But, um, I think the big guy still got some football left if he wants it. Hmm, the big guy still has some football left if he wants it. Travis Kelsey, who scored two touchdowns last night, talking about his brother Jason, who, by the way, made a, quite the appearance last night during that game, shirtless, drinking beers with the Buffalo fans. Had a, like he had a nice buzz going for himself. Man. I think that was more than a buzz. <laughs> yeah, taking pictures with the kids and everything. <laughs> yes. Had a ball. He did, uh, Jason Kelsey, last night. I mean, actually, he was on the camera more than Taylor Swift. I wasn't sure if the camera was looking for Taylor and just caught Jason every time. Jumping he was a little down. big, like standing in front of her. His yeah. giant stomach probably was blocked you know, her out a little bit. She's very thin, you know. 
I wonder when we get an official declaration from Jason. He said he wanted to do it his way. Travis there saying he's still got football left in him if he wants it. I, mean, I, feel, I still feel like he's retiring, but what are we doing here? <laughs> Did you he, catch he probably the— going to come to camp late. He'll probably—I he'll probably, I feel like this is a decision that, that does not have to be made until what? June? So I think it does and doesn't. If oh, we're going to do this again, are we? If he's willing to play for a very cheap salary, Hugh, then sure, he could walk in on September 1st and line up at center. But if he wants $14 million again, they got a budget. Oh, they're going to 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 pay him. They got some money. They probably got some mad money stacked away. Well, salary cap, but, but, salary cap. But he's but, he's got to make a decision quick here. Do you see the video of it's like right outside the suite and Jason's out there like I guess he's he's messing with the uh the Bills fans and stuff with the shirt, and somebody leans out of the suite and is like, Jason, like, Kylie says, get back in here. <laughs> no, I like, didn't okay. see that. He goes walking back yeah, in there. Yeah, that seems about right. He was having a good time last night, and his brother moved on. Do we, do we think Jason's going to take that trip down to Baltimore this weekend and watch his brother? It's not a uh, not a far drive. Has to, yeah. I think he's there, yeah. He should. He should go. That's going to be a great game. Yeah, that's great. a nice little drive, though. Yeah. No, that's, that's an easy drive. Uh, Baltimore? Yeah. That's an hour, hour ten. Uh, if you feel like driving. Yeah, that's an easy drive. I, I could see him there watching his brother. All right, do we have some more uh, some more news here on Wednesday, Sirianni press conference? What's going on here? Ian Rapport, NFL Network, here's what he had to say. They scheduled a press conference. That is the news. The Philadelphia Eagles have scheduled a press conference with Nick Sirianni to it. and Howie Roseman to just be there. They're just going to be there and talk. And I think the fact that Nick Sirianni is going to be there is the thing. Now, he's under contract for next year. He's made the playoffs in every season. He helped turn Jalen Hurts into a franchise quarterback. Literally, he was in the Super Bowl last year. There was some discussion from other people about potentially moving on. I never got the sense that was real. It wasn't fake, but it wasn't real, real. He is going to be there. And the fact that he made some changes on the defensive side of the ball last night kind of re-emphasized and reinforced that, or the fact that he was calling defensive coordinators in the last couple of days. Sean Desai, the D.C. who got his play calling taken away late this season and move that certainly did not work. Uh, he is officially out as a member of the Philadelphia Eagles coaching staff. Expect him to land as a defensive coordinator candidate this offseason again. And then Matt Patricia, uh, Tom, as you and I reported last night, who was a defensive assistant, came in as a play call in a really tough circumstance. His contract will expire. He also is not expected to be back. But the main thing is that literally nothing has changed. The main thing is literally nothing has changed. Get ready. Status quo. Offseason. Status quo. I don't think it's going to be status quo. It can't be status quo. Well, well here, here's the – you know what? We talk about questions we want to have asked on, uh, on Wednesday, and, and Howard's got to do a good job asking those questions along with the other reporters. I want Howie and Nick – I want to see their faces when the question is asked. Who fired Sean Desai? Who promoted Matt Patricia? Like, was that really Sirianni, or are we, are we? Let's be real about this. Was it Howie and Jeff? Are they gonna raise their hand at the same time? And be like, I did. Uh, it was. It was me. It's All like right. it's like in the NBA when the uh, the bench player tries to take the foul, so the star player gets to stay in the game. No, I that, did it. That Nick Sirianni got to eat that that turd. Coach Sirianni got to eat that turd. That's on him. Well, he looks bad if he if it's not him. Yeah, right? It means the front did office. Did he say when they fired him in the middle of the season it was that it was him. his? All yeah. him. Well, bring that one back up yeah, when uh, Howie takes credit for it. <laughs> I, they'll let Nick fall on the sword. I mean, well, why not? They're bringing him back. Let him fall on the sword. All right, let's go back to the phone lines here. We got Herb. Herb in the Northeast. What's up, Herb? Herb. Guys, what's up, you? What's going on, man? Herb, what are we thinking today? Well, i tell you what, bro. This team has lost two Super Bowls by six points in 05 and last year. The problem with this team, you're 10-1. Everybody wants to go to the Super Bowl. You still got six games to play, okay? At that point, they lost a lot of guys week after week after week after week after week, losing a lot of guys on defense, bringing guys in. We definitely need to get this defense back to where it was physical, okay? Physical in the secondary, physical linebackers, and physical people up front. And that's that's the big that's the big blow that we gotta we got a lot of work to do this all season and we this Howie Roseman, you gotta make the right picks. From one, two and with the three three picks you got, first round and two in the second, you better you better be right because these guys better be physical. 
lot of pressure on them, Herb. A lot of pressure. Offensively, offensively, the team still has the players. They're going to move. They're going. To, I don't know about Kelsey's going to retire. The guy from Alabama. He's probably he was a center at Alabama. He's probably going to move over to the center spot. Dickerson. Okay, Dickerson. Right. So you'll have a big front. Dickerson's a big boy. So uh, you'll have a good center there. Okay. You got a couple other guys that you know you're probably going to need to uh, sign. A tackle, another tackle in the all, you know. Or draft one, or draft one. They could do that. Well, I don't know about drafting. You need somebody that's got three or four years experience, okay, and wants to come to a team that is ready to win a Super Bowl, ready to, you know, get the one or two, you know, one number one seed. We got to run this thing again, okay. And offensively, you got the players. It's the play, the 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 coach. Who's going to be the offensive coordinator? If it was up to me, okay, okay, if it was up to me and I was the owner, okay, I would want to – I know a lot of people are going to say no, 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 but you know what? Mm. Nick Sirianni needs to call plays, just like all these other coaches call. And he he knows what what can be successful. I told you that you got to move the sticks. Short passing game, and when you're down in the red zone, you got to make it look with motion and throw and get guys open. Did you see that ball last night? Uh, Kelsey caught wide open in the end zone. Yes, okay? yep, yep. All the all the other where all the other uh, receivers were were they were like in the on the right side of the field. He's over there. I'm looking. He's over there. In the corner, boom. Mm. That's the kind of plays you got to run. That's the kind you got to call plays like that where your guys are getting open. And, and so, you know, a lot of it has to do with the defense. A lot of it has to do with if they're double covering him, somebody else is open. So, you know, it is what it is. Okay. This okay. has been uh, this year, for I think, for Jalen Hurts. Uh, this is a was a learning year. Well, it better be her. Yeah, he better learn from this because he wasn't good enough. They, listen, there's sometimes you can't win them all, Philadelphia Eagle fans. You can't win them all. You can't you hear that, Hugh. It's hard to go back to here. back. Okay, hard Let to go me back to back. we tried to tell about, Kyle that in the summer. Right, he didn't want to hear it. History and all that. Yeah, hard to go say back. something about Andy Reid now, real quick. Okay, what do you got about Andy? He 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 made this team. He made this team. They went to four straight. Okay, he finally made it to a Super Bowl, but he lost. And you're going to read in my book, okay, that I'm putting together yep. why he lost and why he never it, yeah. won a Super Bowl in Philadelphia. Well, he and well, you know what? Okay. He grew as a coach, Herb. I, and I can't wait. We're all going to read that in Herb's book about Andy why he didn't win there. It's a little tease. Don't you want to give that away, Herb? Until we get there. So we have more news on a potential defensive coordinator here for the Eagles? Yes, the Eagles, according to Jeremy Fowler, are interviewing Mike Caldwell. So he's the former defensive coordinator of the Jacksonville Jags. Now, this is also a former teammate of Hugh Douglas. Now, Hugh, we we, we started the show with you have no recollection of Ryan Nielsen, who shared a training camp with you in 02. Do you remember uh, playing with Mike Caldwell for years? Yes, I do. I do. I I hope Mike... I hope Mike Caldwell gets a job for the simple fact I can tell the story. By the time we were in Arizona, he cramped up and he was calling for his wife. Come, where's my wife? Mike, why, he, why he was in the game? <laughs> no, yeah, he was, oh boy, he was cramping up bad. He was cramping up bad, bad, because everybody was cramping up there. Well, I wasn't cramping up because I was hydrated. You were hydrated, but, yeah. But yeah, Mike was cramping up bad. And he was like, call my wife. <laughs> like, <laughs> Did you think future coach when you played with Mike? Mike was smart, yes. I did. It, it's a couple cats that you play with, man. Like like Willie T, future coach. Uh, Ike obviously has like he could have been a coach if he wanted to be a coach. Yeah. So Zeke definitely thought that was Zeke. He had an interesting career, Mike. Um, obviously, he's coached with Doug right in Jacksonville the last couple of years. Where was he before that? Was he in Tampa Bay before he was in Jacksonville? I'm trying to remember his yeah, he was. Not, he was familiar. in Tampa. He was in Tampa Bay. Yes. And he also, as a player, I mean, he played. For Belichick in Cleveland, he played for Andy here. He played um, on the '96 Ravens, I believe, with Ray Lewis. I mean, he had an interesting career. No, Mike, Mike, 
I think Mike, when we got, we got him, we got, he he came from Cleveland. Arizona, Ar- Cleveland. Uh, he played in Cleveland, Baltimore, Arizona, then came here. Yeah, because he was talking about that. Like one of the smartest guys I know, man. Like knew knew the linebacker position, like no other knows the importance of that position. So I wouldn't have a problem, Mike. Seems like we're really interested in those uh, early Andy Reid defensive coaches or yeah, players. Yeah, because that's, Ron that, Rivera, that's the Mike harkening Caldwell. of the days of the Jim Johnson defense. I'm just wondering when the phone calls come into Ike Reese and Hugh Douglas to yeah, come help. They'll call Ike before they call me. <laughs> they ain't calling me, man. They wouldn't call me. They'd be like, Hugh, come come see, come, come, see, be the get-back coach. I'll be the get-back coach, but as far as like doing anything where I have to teach a class something, no, I'm not doing that. No. And Hugh Douglas just no. keeps working. Yeah, I mean, that's, I barely pay attention when, when, when certain callers get on here and start <laughs> ranting. I'll be like, I'm check out. You had to bring me back. You waving over here looking at me like, hey, come back. <laughs> Join the show again. All right, let's talk to Brian in Clifton Heights. What's up, Brian? Hey, guys, what's going on? Hey, Brian, what are you thinking today? Well, I just want to – talk about this Sirianni. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys remember, you know, early on I always even when they were winning in the Super Bowl, I thought he was the most bullheaded, arrogant, my way or the highway guy I ever seen and he never even earned it. I, I remember playing against Kansas City in the second half, Andy Reid schooled him and he wouldn't change his philosophy. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't throw the ball short and he let and he let Patrick Mahomes nickel and dime him all the way down the field. And what happened this year? All these, all these guys, same thing. Nickled and dimed them all the way down the field. And what he do? He got his defense tired, worn out. When they got to their main schedule, they couldn't do it anymore. You know, he just, he just doesn't change. And I don't know if you guys remember. Remember when Rich when Gannon, you know, was getting ripped. And what did Nick Sirianni say? This is my philosophy. This is what I want to do. I want to not give up the big play. Remember he said that? Oh, yeah. He, that? Yes. Yep. He, he took it off again, and he said, this is the way I want to play defense. He's just the coordinator of it. Yep. And and then they hired Desai, who plays that same philosophy, and he has that same style as him. So, Sirianni wants to control everything. The way you like the way you win in this league is, you know, if you're an offensive guy and you're young, okay, stay on that side of the ball. But hire a veteran defensive coordinator and let them run their own style. You know, Nick, you're not good enough to be to be wearing, to handle the whole shebang. You just can't do it. And you know, and what you said about these two guys coming aboard, you know, in interviews, that's that's not Sirianni's, you know, interview. You could tell if it was Sirianni's interview, it would be somebody that he wants to have in his philosophy. This isn't his philosophy. Well, Brian, it's- with that, I mean, when I and Hugh brought this up, but you think about Ron Rivera and all the experience he has. If the front office wants Ron Rivera, it tells me that it's like an it's a possible interim coach. If this thing goes bad, they have a, a former coach that could take over. Yeah, and it gives yeah, you, he gives you more information. You can see, too. guys, he doesn't want that. He, this is not what Sirianni likes to play. You know, he likes to sit back. He likes to not give up the big play. And you know, you know, if you get if they're bringing a guy in here that has a veteran guy that likes to bring the heat, that ain't his hire. You know what I mean? That's not his hire. Well, but yeah, it's a good it, hire. Yeah, it's a good hire. Sure, it could be, and it could work out. I mean, look, the Eagles have done this before, and they've they've get, yeah they've hired the coaches for these other coaches. Uh, the head coach appreciate the call, Brian. It could work, but the whole thing is just bizarre. I mean, this this hire last week has been bizarre. That no confirmation he's back. Now we're doing a press conference on Wednesday. Are they going to confirmation? Yeah, but are they going to pretend like the last week hasn't been what it is? Yes. And I can see that. We're going to buy that? Well, well it all depends, on, it all depends on who, who gets to ask the questions. So what was going on? Was was there ever was there ever thought to fire Coach Sirianni? You could ask that question. I mean, Howie's good at lying, so he'll do very well in that setting. Ooh. I mean, he is. Most, most in the truth. Yeah, most GMs have to be good at lying. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a I good just, trait I, to tell. No, when you said it, that was just like the reality of, you know, when you said it, you kind of like spoke it into existence. I just was like, ooh. Yeah, I just like, – So strong. I trust Howie to, to have a good – Front poker the, face, yeah, great. Poker Sirianni face. not quite as good at the poker face thing. He he yeah, I might. Wonder, I wonder what he's gonna say to to help you know ease the the minds of all these eagle fans out here. The first part of being smart is knowing what to do. You know what? For the bit, he should start off with that on Wednesday. Just, just I think that would lighten the mood for everyone if he starts with that. <laughs> Rehash all the classics, yeah. like the players are attacking rest in the off season. We're all attacking rest. We are. John is uh, up next in North Philly. What's up, John? Hey, John. I agree with the last two callers, everything that they said. And be honest with you, my view, Nick can stay. His resume since he's been here, he hasn't had a losing season. So 
He went, made it to the Super Bowl. So what are people crying about? He had two defensive coordinators. Yes, that was his hire. That messed the whole thing up. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, um, we need Hurts on this offseason to please focus on noticing blitzes and whatnot. Uh, we need to fill in all of those uh, those empty spots that's come up. I believe we have, what, five five new starters with that's guaranteed starters that's going to come uh, come in, uh, maybe six. Um, but, yeah, everything, like I said, I agree with the last two callers. Everything that they said, plus the little bit of things that I had, added on. Like I came on this show before and said when everybody was panicking about this, like, come on, man, we got two one bonehead coordinator that kept throwing wide receiver screens God knows how many times, and then we have a defensive coordinator that messed up at the end of the uh, season. So, I mean, I agree with uh, – with, I forgot who just said it. Um, uh, 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 Riviera. Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. Yeah, yeah, Ron for coming in. If we can get him in – like, people don't understand – that man is actually good on defense. So if we can get him as defense, and I agree with what one of y'all said, if we can have him, and if things do go bad with Sariani, we have a head coach that's experienced that can step in as an intern or, like, like that got to happen. But I do believe we need to give Sariani one more shot due to his resume with the Eagles. Yeah, and I, I hear – I know a lot of people do. I, John, we appreciate it. I'm just on the different side of the resume thing. Right? Yeah, I think Resumation. he's going to get that. He's going to get that opportunity. Yeah, he is. He's definitely going to get that opportunity. And like I said, I would not be surprised if, if the offensive coordinator or the defensive coordinator, they're going to be – it's going to be a guy that has been in the NFL and probably has some head coaching experience or has been considered to be a head coach at one point. So a babysitter. Well, basically, to see how it goes. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, the one thing that you can't do, okay, say if Coach Sirianni, which we feel this is going to happen, he's, he saves his job. You can't go into it next year doing the same things, expecting different results. I don't, I don't believe in that. And that's why you get somebody, an overseer, if you will, <laughs> to oversee an what overseer. he's doing. Yeah. Let's make Let's him see. the head coach then. Well, no, we're going we to let Coach Sirianni see if he can fix this because we still think he is a bright mind somewhere along the line. And this is part of the thing, Joe. I don't think that we've figured out where the power outage is. We haven't figured that out yet. And that's why you do, do, you do what you're doing now and keep him the head coach and see how it goes and try to figure it out. This thing, when this thing went off the rails, it went off the rails quick. Oh, it crashed. Yeah, it burned. went off the rails quick. Yeah, and man. we're gonna run it back. Who's who's excited? Who's excited to run the Sirianni experience back I for year it, four? I think it's gonna be fixed. You excited, Kyle? You're, you're, you're pumped up. We have God, the technology. No. no, it feels like we're just gonna be having the same exact conversation in January of next year. If except, we if we get there, right? <laughs> I mean. I I I have so, there's so many Girardi vibes about this. And did you remember how Girardi didn't handle being on the hot seat? I mean, he was f- screaming at people. He was he was looked he looked like he was tense the whole spring training. We could be heading that way with Sirianni. We'll see how he how he uh, handles all this. All right, let's uh, let's quickly have Richard in Lansdale. What's up, Richard? Hey, Richard. Hey, Richard. All right, Richard goes this back. This is a home. joke. You quite know frankly. what? I, I, Richard, it, really it said on the screen, "I'm ready." Richard was not Richard, ready. Richard, uh, yeah, me and Richard might have to have a little offline chat here. <laughs> All right, Carl in Maple Street. What's up, Carl? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon, Carl. On, if I'm Jeffrey Lurie, I bring Nick in and say, "Guess what? You're my offensive coordinator. I am not going to be caught up in a carousel of offensive coordinators year after year." If I, my head coach cannot call the offensive plays, then you just can't have the job. But I'll give you a year to do it. You're the offensive guy. So, so I think it's an interesting point, Carl. So you demote him from being the head coach. No, no, he's saying you head coach and play caller. Okay. Right, that's so what you mean, not- Carl? Absolutely. You're getting caught up in a carousel of Mm -hmm. losing all your good offensive coordinators. You need a a head coach that can maintain that foundation. It's why McVeigh and Shanahan and Reed are so so good. I mean, but there are other examples of, uh, you know, coaches not being the OC. 
And it's still working that way. But they're smarter than Nick. <laughs> See, that's the thing. You, that's what you believe. Well, I mean, do, well, okay. Do you, if you, do you honestly believe Nick is in the same class as Harbaugh and Tomlin and Belichick? Because that's what you're asking him to do, right? Like he's got to be like them. Don't call the plays. Mm-hmm. Be the CEO and win a lot. Can he be those guys? I think he can. I think in the small sampling size that I've seen, I think he can. Again, I, I'm stuck on somewhere along the line. This this train got derailed, and I, I don't know how. I know. I, know I guess what frustrates me is we absolve him of the blame. Oh, it's Jalen's fault. Oh, it's Brian Johnson's fault. Oh, it's Patricia and Desai's fault. How about the guy in charge? Even the Eagles are absolving Sirianni from blame. He's coming back. It's amazing. I've never seen a head coach collapse like this, and it's like, oh, it's everybody else's fault. It's not his. No, it's a, he's a big part of this thing. All right. So the head coach sounds like he's coming back. A lot of reactions. He's coming back. He's coming back. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's awful. I, I feel like I failed. I failed. Last week This is so. your fault. I know. So you couldn't convince enough people? Because well, they, I couldn't convince the one that matters, the owner of the team. Yeah, he wasn't going to do that, man. Yeah. He, he can't. You know, you got well, to. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in Jeff Lurie. Thing, sorry, Joe. Try yeah. to work this thing. I want a sorry from Jeff Lurie <laughs> next time he speaks. All right. We have Jack and I coming up. Afternoon show. We're back tomorrow. It's going to be a wild week. Sirianni Presser coming up on Wednesday. Afternoon show next right here. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.